feel that, guys? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I am your one and only host, Poetic Just. Okay, I can't say only anymore. I can't say only anymore. It's like I've developed like this sort of habit to saying only because you know Cedric left for a while now he came back and like I kind of just developed this habit of saying only but I'm not your only host Cedric is a host too so let me let me run that back turbo welcome 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 back guys to another episode of the entangled thoughts podcast I'm your host poetic justice here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes, but say it with me now, but we do think out loud. You already know what it is. Uh, Day three, I haven't stopped. You know, I made myself a promise we was going to do a full seven-day week podcast, one, to test out this new layout, see, to see how how well it holds up. And I think we're doing pretty well. Yesterday, me and Cedric shot a phenomenal freaking episode. Um, and it was our longest episode to date. And all of the Entangled Thoughts history, an hour and four, damn near two hours of a podcast? We've never been able to do that. Not even on the Patreon. Oh, that's, that's fucking crazy. And like, we allow, we, now the podcast has structure. It has, yeah, it has a motive, and it's a lot more organized, and I love it. But you already know it is, guys. If you listen to this on the streaming platforms, whether that be Apple's or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead give us a full five star rate because you know we deserve it. We work our asses off over here, and not only that, but the. The five star helps us move up in the algorithm and also helps us our show get recommended to more 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 people that don't even know who the entangled thoughts are. It'll pop up in the recommended tab. And we need that. More listenership means the bag will be coming our way eventually. <laughs> uh, and also, you already know what it is. Let me tell you about a place, guys. It's called the Patreon. For just a dollar a month, you can join and be a part of the kingdom, which gives you access to our Discord server. You can ask us questions for our Patreon podcast. And not only that, but you get access to vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any uh, events we'll be throwing in the near time future. And it's also the best way for you to support our podcast. But more on that, more on that later. Um, also, thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring this episode. But again, we'll get into we'll get into all the sponsors later in the episode. And also, if you're listening to this on Spotify, we have a new feature called the Listener Support Feature, where you can make a monthly contribution to help support our podcast and turn us from broke boys to. Okay, they got a little shmoney now. Uh, it starts at contributions start at one dollar, going up to ten. Uh, whatever you got. It'd be helpful for us. We appreciate it. All right. How? But before let's before we get into it, let's 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 talk about how how I'm doing. You know. Well, as previously discussed yesterday, my dog died, and this shit hit, nigga. I, I was trying not to talk about it yesterday because, like, when I when we were bringing it up, you know, I had a little out. My my eyes started watering and shit. I'm just like, oh fuck, I miss my dog, and I do. I miss my baby. Um, yeah, it, it was it's it's like uh, thank. Let me let me just give a shout out real quick. Everybody that was messaging me on like Snapchat and via other messaging stuff to make sure that I was doing okay. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you, and it's 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 that's 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 that was my baby. I just I just miss her, and it, it was tough seeing her when I came home and she was laying there lifeless. I miss my baby. Uh, like anyway, okay. Let me let me let me explain Kiki real quick. This is this is not to this week's story, but um, I got Kiki because it was during quarantine and like i just i just recently like within the 
first two months, uh, moved out of my parents' place, and I was fucking lonely. I was lonely than a bitch. And so I, so then literally the next day I got a dog and that's Kiki. And like, she was, she was very shy, schemish when I first got her. But like the more she, like more me and her started bonding and like, yeah, I never trained her. I never trained her a day in her life, but she, she just knew, she knew, she knew not to fuck up. <laughs> she knew uh, what I like and what I didn't like. Um, yeah, she was a good dog. She was a good dog. It's gonna be a while before I get another dog again, because like if it if I get you you know how much bad karma it would be if I got another dog and she died or he died, I'll be devastated all over again. Don't don't eat that in my uh in your time adult life. Don't eat that. I already get enough heartbreak from these whores. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, started off with a misogyny. Right, <laughs> misogyny, and <laughs> starting off right with the misogyny at the beginning. It's crazy, um, but nah. Actually, I, I do remember this one time. This is probably like within the first month that I had Kiki, and you know, it's like because I always had this like dream or idea that I was going to get a dog, right? And you know, I was gonna pull up to a park or anything or something like that and be walking my dog all all nice and all smooth and all suave. And she just going to be like, well, well, I said she, oh my God, I'm skipping play. I was going to pull up to the park and like girls going to be looking at me like, oh my God, look at him. He looks so fun and he got a dog. Oh, we got to go talk to him. I always had that little fantasy. So like I took her to this park in the woodlands and, you know, I'm walking around, people peeping me and the dog. She, she a big ass dog too. Okay, she's she's not a she wasn't Kiki wasn't a big ass dog, but she was she was a big enough size to scare the average nigga. There we go. That's a good that's a good uh, description. <laughs> so I'm walking her, and I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened. She she like she was tugging, I guess, and then she escaped out of her dog collar because the dog collar was too big. My dumb ass. Um, and then she starts, she starts juking, bro. And this is, I, like, she was running, boy. I, I was like, oh, shit. I'm running all around the park to catch her. And, like, I'm falling. And it don't, it don't look good. And I was so embarrassed. I, after that happened, I was like, come on, we going home. We going home. Hey, I, 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 t- I didn't take in enough embarrassment here. And I was just laughing, like, oh, my fucking God. I can never show my face at that park in life. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, that's my baby. All right. Life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories that would define our character. This week's being, I'm a problematic guy. Now, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm problematic as fuck. And, and, like, what made me think about this is, like, okay, I used to date this girl during quarantine. I don't know if you call it dating, but dating but like she would occasionally come over to my place and i would pipe her and uh we would sit we would vibe and we'd talk and then she would leave um and one time one time i'm taking her home and then she she says this to me and like ever since then it's like a con the conversation occasionally pops back up in my mind we're driving right and she goes miles you're problematic as fuck and I was like, "What? What the fuck do you mean? What? What? What is that?" She's like, "You're just problematic." And like, I'm, I'm just sitting here, like, "What? How am I problematic? I don't, I don't, I don't really know what you mean by that." And let me explain because I didn't know, and so like I had to get educated. Problematic, the well, the term problematic. Is something that people typically of the like they 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 like to believe that they're woke. Uh, typically, the LBGTQIA plus community uses this term. Look at me knowing all the letters and shit. Y'all know what? Yeah, the letters be acting like gang signs the way they be throwing up. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah. um, it's basically just to describe somebody that that has very conservative ideal you know what uh, i'ma just i'ma just look up the urban dictionary ter- uh definition of problematic because i don't think problematic 
definition. All right. All right. I don't. Okay. The problem. The Urban Dictionary version of problematic. Uh, a tired and passive aggressive word used by sociology majors when they are too afraid to call somebody racist, sexist, or homophobic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 the exact way that she meant it. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, she 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 called me problematic. And uh I like and it's just like it's like so obviously I'll have I'll have the conversation with myself. Oh my god, am I problematic? Am I that much of an issue? Is 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 like my views and stuff that conflicting with today's modern society? And I thought about it. And I keep thinking about it. And I've come to the uh, realization that, yeah, I'm problematic as fuck. Um, what made me think about this was, and this now we're getting into the story part. Um, last December, oh, well, last December, I was, no, no, no. Okay, okay, so the, the December of 2020, going into 2021, I matched with this girl. On Tinder, that's, that's how that's how that's how it always happened, right? And you know, she 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 was she was cute. She she wasn't ugly, but she was cute. And she wasn't like no fucking Rihanna, but she was cute. You, you get me? We matched on Tinder, and like I, I just let I let her match sit for a while. I didn't I didn't hit her up. And I'm like, okay. Then one day I had a I had a very strong urge to be social, to go out, and I was hungry, so I hit her up, because, you know, she looking good, I was like, hey, yo, what's good, what's goody, what's goody, how you doing, and she responded, and I was like, look, I'm hungry as fuck, would you like to go get dinner, and she was like, okay, yes, which, something I noticed, um, that it, it keeps, this, this topic of conversation keeps coming up, like, especially on my Twitter feed, um, that, Guys would be like, guys would ask a girl like, "Hey, yo, let's go out," and then um, the girl would be like, "Okay, where to?" And the guy would respond like, "I don't know. Look, I thought you had an idea." Uh, like, I was like, oh, or Betty, he'll probably respond with something like, "I don't know. Uh, where do you want to go?" And then I feel as though, based off the comments that I read, 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 read. I'm going with red. Uh, based on the comments I read, that girls are kind of like they're frustrated by this by this conundrum. Like, okay, nigga, you asked me out. I'm assuming you had a place to go. Now you asking me where to go. Said, you're not taking the lead. You're not you're not leading the way. I'm supposed to be a follower. You're supposed to be the leader. What what are you doing? What are you doing? And and, and that's that's part of frustration. And that that reamed out. When I told this girl, like, hey, yo, this is where we're going. You meet me here. You meet me at this time. And she going to play. She, and like, she pulled up promptly. And, you know, obviously, I took her to this little Japanese. I took her to my favorite Japanese place. Oh, my God. The curry at this place. It's called Koji. It's on the north side, kind of near the woodlands. The curry at this place is fucking bomb immaculate even best damn curry i've ever had uh the sake is nice and warm and uh oh my fucking god i'm my mouth is watering just thinking about this food it's been a long ass time since i had some koji uh, i need that in my life again <laughs> i need it in my life um but like yeah, like just like it's like a little side note to the story to finish that little side story. But like she was like she she brought it up when uh we were we were out. She was like, I'm not gonna lie, you told me where to go and stuff like that. I was like, Who the fuck is this nigga telling me what to do and shit? Like, but I kinda like it though. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. A whole lot of gang shit, you know. A whole lot of gang shit. And that's a and so anytime I'm dealing with women and like I'm trying to be in a romantic type-ish nature uh, I, I typically like to take the lead on stuff like that oh uh, yeah so anyway back to this girl let me uh to explain the me being problematic let me explain i gotta explain two things one i gotta explain my type of woman that i like or a type of woman that i like and two i gotta explain this girl uh so being the first one 
I like those Aurelius. <laughs> I said it before on the podcast. I know I said it before, but a type of girl that like I'm kind of just like infatuated with is like the type of girls like they believe in like the fucking rocks and shit and in astrology and they like the the Mercury's in retrograde type shit and they like they're super spiritual. I love those girls. Those girls are, will always have a special place in my little fucking heart. I I would I would I would fight a hundred kindergartners for those girls. Just I would I, I would rock every single one. They they all getting rocked. Um, yeah, and but like yeah, but typically those girls with the with their archetype is as they typically be somewhere in the the alphabet community um they're typically a lot to be believed to be a lot more liberal which isn't a problem um and some of their views are are very uh clashing with mine and again I'm problematic in today's society we got to keep that in mind now let me explain this girl this girl was exactly that. She was a very spiritual type. She was very liberal. Um, she was a part of the community. Um, she like she her her favorite her favorite type of outfit was like overalls or something like that. You, you, you got a good mental picture, and she had dyed hair. Yeah, you got you got a solid mental picture. But like, she wasn't like she wasn't like one of those chubby bunny LBGTQ people. She she looked she good. She she was black, and she was she looked good, boy. Mm, mm, mm. I, I I still think about that work. I still think about it to this day. To this day. <clears throat> Sorry, I lost lost my composure. <laughs> so like we're dating we're dating whatever and um let me so we would have two kinds of dates the first kind being like okay look i got this little thing for me and you i got it planned we're gonna go here gonna go there i'm gonna take you and like and i i I'd sit there and play plan like entire evenings out i think one day I took her to my favorite spot in the city which is buffalo bayou park has the best view of the city. It's perfect for a sit down, get some wine, conversate, maybe some sushi. It's a good fucking date. Also, let me talk about this. Let me let me get in depth in this girl because she she did something I've never had. She to this day she holds the place for the best date ever given to, towards me towards me because like. Ladies, y'all at least for me, y'all don't put in any type any type of efforts for y'all fucking dates. And I get it. It's not your job to put in effort for a date. It's my job. I'm supposed to impress you. Um but this girl impressed the shit out of me. I and I it made me feel like kind of like a bitch. It made me want like, oh, now I got to one up you. Um but it was it was so fucking sweet and like I like I thought I thought about it. I was like, damn, I, I might need to marry this girl. Like, hold up, because like she she told me like she gave she gave me the me treatment. She was like, hey, what are you doing on this day? That's that's fucking weird. Why you asking? Um, I'm not I'm not doing anything. Why? What's up? Okay, cool. Meet me here. Come dressed appropriately, and that's it. I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what, what do you mean? Where is this place? Like, don't worry about it. Just on that day, just meet me there. It's like, what the fuck is going on? What in the shit? I was like, okay, okay. The day comes, right? Pulled up on the spot. And, bro, she, she got me in some kind of park. Blanket spread out. Sushi laid down. Some wine with some weenie on the side, and her speaker playing R and B jams. When I tell you I was ready to get down on one on one knee that same fucking day, I've never had that treatment before. That's what. That's all I'm saying. I was like, she would have got it all that night. I, I would have been ready to risk it all, baby. <sighs> Good times. Good times. <laughs>
All right, now back to back to me being problematic. Um, so we dated for like a month or so, and then we started like, and she was a she was very much of a black activist, and that's another part of her that I absolutely adored because I I believe in black activism, you know. I'm not, not not going as far as to fund the police, but like I do, I do think there needs to be a change within within the entire justice system if we as Black Americans are going to succeed and to go forward from our past. Uh, because yeah, that's that, that's a whole different conversation. Actually, no, 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 no. Let's get into it because I know I'm topic jumping. I'm topic jumping like a motherfucker. Um, but no, like. Okay, let's let's talk about the thought first. Defund the police. I don't think that's the answer because if you did defund words, if you defund the police, then who are going to be there to protect these 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 communities? That like so, who are when you when somebody's breaking into your house, who the fuck are you going to call? It can't be the police because they don't get paid enough to to make that to make that call for you. So obviously, I don't think the funding the police is the answer, but I've uh, a good solution. I don't know. I don't know if I could call it good, but a solution that I've heard to this problem about the po- police brutality uh, against uh, black black citizens is um, create a force that polices the police, which I guess they kind of already have that being internal affairs. Internal affairs. There we go. That's the word. Um, because the big a big problem of the police force and and the justice system is like it's it's like fighting you're you're fighting a losing battle because our justice system was built on off of a slave a slave capture force and until we solve that problem um there's no there's no real way like that's that's the biggest flaw of our justice system is the the racism is systematic it's ingrained in the justice system so if you're going to fix that, you need to fix the justice system, which is a bigger problem. Than, it's easier said than done. Uh, but yeah, there were, that's, a, that's a whole that's a whole different uh, topic slash debate. So that yeah, yeah, so me and this girl, we were taught we were in bed one day because I, I would occasionally go over to her house. We, we sit and we watch We would watch Hamilton. She was uh, obsessed with fucking Hamilton. Like, I promise you, she'd watch this movie like three times a day, maybe more. And every time I was over there, it was always playing. And she know she knew, she knew the, she could sign up to be an actor in, in, in the fucking Hamilton. Cause she knew the words. She knew all the songs verbatim. Sign her up, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Sign her up. Uh, so one day we're in bed, you know, making cuddles, and we start we start having a conversation. I can't exactly remember about one, but it was about social justice. And again, this is like the point where like my conservative ideals are starting to form. Like I, I'm pretty sure I said something along the lines. We were talking about social justice and I said something along the lines of like, uh, like I wanted to become a police officer one day. And like I, to, to, up to a certain point, that was true. Um, I do, I, I like, in my, while I was in college, I did want to become a police officer. And like, she was like, that's your biggest red flag about you. And then we started talking about it. And like, I showed, I showed my, uh, my conservative, my conservative ass that day. And she, and obviously like, I'm not, I'm not for everybody. I'm like, I, I've lost, uh, a good number of relationships due to my conservative ideals because again, I'm being seen as a problematic guy, but it is what it is. Like, for example, for example, of uh, like, I don't believe in, I don't believe in, um, using correct gender pronouns for people because to what degree do i have to participate in your self-image and that bitch that's not that's not how english works and we've talked about this on that uh that episode i think it was the prettiest girl i never dated episode um but yeah i felt lost i I, I felt like i had a good strong foundation for this topic and I, i just fucked it up i don't know but 
And like that, like for me, at least that's when I first noticed like, okay, I might be problematic. And this past winter, I I got out of a relationship situationship type thing where she didn't believe in rocks and shit, but she was very, uh, she was fake woke. I'm not going to talk shit about this girl because I could, I can so much so like and I, a part of me kind of wants to, but she doesn't deserve that. I'm not, I'm not going to read that, uh, that negativity about her. Um, ooh, there we go. I'm not gonna read that negativity about her, but um, we were we were dating, and then she we, we were she was talking. She has a problem with her family. That's what it was. She has a big problem with her family. Her family is a uh, very traditional, and she she made a comment about one of her uncles, and I was like, it's like oh he's he's a he's a uh, he's no, she said he's a what's what's he's a misogynist. There we go. I said, well, is he misogynistic or is he just traditional? And then me and her got into a big argument about the difference between the two. And then she likened, um, she compared, she she gave a a, a null example of uh her her sexual trauma and try to compare that to her uh to people being traditional meaning like i would prefer my wife to stay in the kitchen um take care of the baby she don't need to work and then she she found offense with that and we got into it and obviously that's why we're not together at the present because that bitch was crazy um but yeah i'm problematic as fuck but i've come to accept one i've come to accept it and two like i'm not changing my ideals because of a person i don't think anybody should if you if you if you are willing to fall on something as easy as your ideals you you can't stand for anything and that's what i think now that's that that was a long go around just to say that but uh we we, we hear that we hear though okay it's almost time for the first break now let's hear a word from our sponsors guys all right, back at it again. All right, give me a second. That's terrible. I'm probably going, I'm definitely going to have to edit all this out. Okay, damn, almost a minute. And damn, this battery going by fast. Shit, we just started. Okay. All right. What's going on in the world today? Pete Davidson and Kanye West. Um, yeah, this was, uh, I'm pretty sure we talked about this last night, but uh, this Pete Davidson shit and Kanye West is getting out of fucking hand. Um, shout okay. Firstly, Kanye's been on a downward spiral for years now. He has definitely been tripping off his ass, boy, and showing his ass, too. Um, Kanye definitely, he needs some serious mental help, and the people in his circle are, are like, they're they're not innate. They're they're enabling his uh behavior and attitude because he's fucking Kanye West. Um, that's probably like if I'm if I were to keep it a buck and I had to put money on it, I am pretty sure that's why his marriage probably failed. Um, but like you know, obviously takes two to tango, so it's not all his fault and it's not all Kim's fault. And they, I think they both share equal responsibility in the shit. Um, Pete Davidson, or how I like to call him, Big Dick Pete. Oh, Big Dick Davidson. There we go. Big Dick Davidson. Pete Davidson, within the past couple years, has gotten fucking bags. Ariana Grande, uh, that supermodel chick he was talking to, um, and fucking Kim Kardashian. 
That's fucking crazy. And what's, what's even crazier is like, okay, Kanye's been talking shit about Pete for months. For months. And like just recently, earlier this week, we were finally shown that uh, Pete Davidson claps back. And it's fucking wild to text to text that nigga, I'm in bed with your wife. And then Kanye just like, just playfully, hey, come to church. You know, let's let's talk this out. I'm not there ain't gonna be no talking. When I see you, it's on fucking sight. You just openly told me that you're I mean, obviously, obviously I already knew it, but you had the audacity to say it, which gives me another layer of like, okay, now I have to fuck you up. Like if I don't fuck you up, I'm going to look like a bitch. And I'm I I, I ain't no bitch. Period, and like that's fucking wild. But then, but then he then he turns around, say, "Hey, but look, look, listen." He tried to hit the whole tip, you know. Listen, brother, I we I can help you. I we I'll be going through mental health too. I like I I can get you the resources that you need. But this is also the same guy. Several texts earlier told you he was going to fuck your wife. That is fucking wild. I I'd be ready to fight. Be ready to throw the fucking hands. Oh, it's crazy. But where obviously I don't I don't want either because like I'm glad this beef is what it is because I did hear like I heard I don't know, I heard from some podcaster saying like like I'm I'm glad that this is the beef of twenty twenty two because if it was like the nineteen nineties, like the beef between Biggie and Pac, oh niggas would have been shooting. Somebody would have been dead by now. So like I'm I'm glad we have like this little internet beef type shit going on. And we need that. I like that. Um I just want to see a resolution to this. I I I think I think the best thing for Kim to do is probably leave Pete because Pete's not the best person. I'm not saying that he's a terrible person, but like I think I think she could do better than Pete Davidson, because uh, she's Kim fucking Kardashian. But some some do speculate that this is to promote their new series that they got coming out on uh, fucking Hulu. So who fucking knows? Oh, also Soldier Boy tagged in saying that he was gonna fuck up Pete today. That was fucking crazy. I like I would like to see that fight, Pete Davidson versus Soldier Boy. Imagine Soldier Boy, you just getting knocked out in that fight. I, I, I don't think I don't think uh, Pete Davidson got hands. I don't. But like, if he do, if like he just surprisingly knocked out both Kanye and fucking Soldier Boy, that would be crazy. I big 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 Davidson has all my respect. He has all my respect. Don't nobody don't nobody talk shit on his name to this day. Oh. When I'm going out on dates with girls, and like obviously you're, you're going out on a date, you're you're trying to learn who this person is, right? My favorite thing to do, I love trauma bonding. Trauma bonding is 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 like is low key fire, you know. Like trauma bonding is like, oh my god, you were touched as a kid, me too. That's crazy, and like. <laughs> Just like I, I ain't never been touched. I ain't never been touched as a kid, but like, or as an adult. But, but like, I'm just thinking, like, yo, that's fucking crazy. Like, uh, something I like to trauma bond over. I had abuse. I had an abusive stepfather, um, and like a lot of a lot of girls nowadays. At least the girls that I like are like my type. They typically go through some form of like emotional and or physical trauma from their parents. It's like, oh my God, you used to get called, you used to be called a disappointment, a failure and like a complete waste of life. Me too. That's, that's fucking crazy. We have something to bond over and like just, just sharing our, our, all of our problematic issues with each other. And like, damn, Oh, stepdad used to beat you too. That's crazy. So you about to give me the pussy or what's 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 going on? Like, and that's that's terrible to say, but like I'm I'm joking, but I'm serious. I'm I'm very much serious. Like I I, I love trauma bonding trauma bonding with bitches because like the the trauma I do have, it's it's fun to like to console with another person about said trauma. <sighs> Trauma bond, guys. Okay. Uh, apparently, 
there is a teacher shortage, which I've kind of known since like I was in high school. Um, but for whatever X reason, there's been a, a, a number shortage of a, the amount of teachers in schools. That's that's probably why like a lot of schools, at least at least my high school, there were like 30 kids a class, which is kind of a lot uh, if you think about it. Especially, I went to high school full of niggas. These niggas did, they did not care. It was one teacher versus 30 of them. That's fucking crazy. Um, okay, that was just an indiscriminate message. But, like, it's, well, what's the solution? First of all, teachers in America are overworked and underpaid. That's a fact. Teachers don't. Teachers in America don't nearly get the same level or amount of respect as any other social or uh, public servant worker. Um, why is that? Because teachers are like literally they are the foundation of this country. If you like, like learning, teaching people how to learn how to math, how to read, uh, going all the way up to professor level. Uh, teaching them how to become successful work agents in in the field of their expertise, but they, they are greatly underappreciated, and, and that's I feel like that's partially on the kids' fault because I do remember back in high school there were like a few problem children that would try to throw hands with the um with the teachers in class like nigga just sit your ass down and learn the fucking lesson like I've never understood that like uh, I okay. Some teachers I do understand because they're so frustrated and because they're so overworked, they tend to they might tend to take out their uh, frustrations on the children in their classrooms. Um, but like we just need we need more. I think if teachers were uh, giving up, if teachers got paid as much as doctors did, uh, we probably wouldn't have problems like that. But like that's that's a that's a biasy that I have. I'll, I'll hold that thought. Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. Oh, okay. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. That was a long. I'm like, look at me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm even in a different fit. That was a kind of a big break. Okay. All right. Let's get back into. Let's get back to the show. If we, if we shall, you know. Uh, Wendy Williams. Uh, read this on Twitter. That first, I first, I this is news to me. That Wendy fucking Williams is having major health and mental health and mental health complications so much so that they she had to get rid of her she had to stop doing the Wendy Williams show which if you want to debate about it the the Wendy Williams show is conclusive to the culture the culture the black the black black culture because uh it's right up there with the talk shows like the talk Dr. Phil Okay, okay, okay. Hey, black. If we kind of black shows take Doctor Phil off, uh, Steve Harvey's talk show, it's right up there with those. But uh, over the years, uh, Wendy Williams has garnered uh, not she doesn't have the best reputation, uh, mainly because I I know she gets into like a lot of drama. I know I think it was last year she uh, got in she got into the drama because she was talking about that t- uh, that TikToker that died. And she was comparing their their levels of fame, and obviously that's disrespectful as fuck. But now, um, now she's taking seri- a serious mental health leave, 
and somebody else is taking over her show. I can't remember her name, but I know her face. Uh, I can't. Uh, this is going to bother me. So we're going to look it up. Who took over Wendy? Wait, Wendy show. Sherry Shepard is her name. Sherry Shepard. So yeah, she's uh, officially indoctrinated to take over the Wendy Williams show, which again, huge uh, for her because I don't think she's ever been like in like a talk show uh, type of forum. And I, I usually see her as like the mother or the grandmother in most of these shows that she's in. And she's 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 played a very nurturing role, so it'll be kind of dope to see what she does with that uh with that new position that she has. All right, and last but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, we're gearing up for the fight of the century. In the red corner, we have Vladimir Putin, the the dictator damn near president of Russia. And in the blue corner, we have Elon fucking Musk. You heard it here, folks. Elon has issued a challenge to Vladimir Putin via Twitter saying that oh, they want a one-on-one fight to the death. I personally like this. I I love this fucking idea. This is how we should have our country's disputes from now on. I've always said that the president or leader of a country should be held up to a Hokage standard. Meaning, if you can't back it up with them hands, you don't need to be in that leadership position. So I'm 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 a hundred percent down with this, and and in the, in this tweet, Elon said they'll be fighting for um Ukraine. So the winner gets Ukraine. It's kind of wild to think that Elon is like Elon. First of all, Vladimir Putin is like sixty nine years old, and Elon Musk is like fifty. I I have solid. I have a good amount of money on Elon slumping out. Putin, like he's 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 just gonna sleep the fuck out of him, and he's going to control Ukraine. I don't even want to know what the fuck goes on. He's 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 putting that fucking Neuralink in everybody's brain. If you want to be a citizen, there you gotta you gotta take the Neuralink test, and if you survive, cool. If you don't, well, progress for the rest. I love this fucking idea. Let's get younger people into politics. And make them our Hokage of the United States. And anytime we have disputes with any country, make them fight to the death. Okay, maybe not to the death. That's kind of harsh. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they should die over it. But I, I do think they should they should get seriously like it needs to be an undeniable winner of it. I'm behind this 110 fucking percent. Let's go. Elon Musk for the fight to the death with Vladimir Putin. Okay. So this week I don't got any actually actually. Girl, I gotta know why you sitting in this Alright. Let's see who we got for our artist of the day. Typically it'll be artist of the week, but since we publishing these episodes by the daily, you know, we, we got to get this artist of the day for this week only. So let me go to my Spotify and show you our featured artist. Yesterday, we did the great 340 Ori. Shout out to them boys. Mm. Yeah, I didn't come prepared. Okay, well, no music today. Next, tomorrow, I will be prepared for the music section of this. Um, But let's get into it. TVs and or movies. Only got, we only got one so far. You know, because today was, well, today was Thursday. Which means a brand new episode of Bel Air dropped. Again, this is your one and only special. 
spoiler warning for the show. Uh, this episode of Bel Air was an exposition episode. What do we mean by that? It was episodes explaining other characters' story. They didn't really feature. It will wasn't the prominent character in this episode, and I guess that's okay because you always gotta like throughout the series. You always got this sort of sensing of some kind of tension between um, Will's mother and Aunt Viv. And in this episode, that's kind of explored because uh, and Will's mother comes down for Will's birthday, and it's obviously this. It's obvious to see the tension that they have between each other to the point it, where it boils over, and also alluding to a greater plot of of who who is Will's dad. And there's a obviously a big story but there's a big story behind that because they're trying so hard to keep it under wraps and keep it away from will so i again i love the death that uh this this reboot of bell air of the fresh prince is going to such lengths to show us and it's is giving all these characters so much death and so much like it's so, it's so fucking great. And the actors are doing a phenomenal fucking job of portraying and relaying these messages. Um, love it. I, I love... I I look forward to seeing the very next episode. My highlight of this episode was definitely... Uh, I had a couple. Like, the whole... Um, I can't think of her name. The older sister. Uh she she's living in a content creator house now. She is butting heads with the head of the house, house Kylo. Um, yeah, yeah, because like now she's realizing she doesn't need to compromise her morals in order to get what she wants, i.e., the brand deals, i.e., uh, the fame, the fortune, and building a name for herself. She doesn't need to compromise her morals for that. And that was a big uh, character. That was a that was a big character arc for her. Uh, we also got to see a little bit more of Jazz in this episode. I fucking love Jazz's character. Jazz's character is so smooth, pro-black, fucking love him. Um, and we also got touched on, like, it was it was lightly brushed over the relationship between Carlton and Will, because if, you, if, you, if you've been keeping up with Bill Air, you know Carlton's kind of like a bitch. I fucking hate Carlton to the very depths of my soul. But this episode did him justice. They did the boy right. And I appreciate that. He needed that. He needed that. Uh, so I'm very excited to see the next episode. As I, Every episode from this series has been fucking fire. There, there has been no misses as of yet. All right. That's all I got to say about Bill Air for this week. All right. Welcome to the Blur Zone, your source for all your nerdy coverage. And this week on the Blur Zone, I got Yu-Gi-Oh! 5 Ds. Why do I have Yu-Gi-Oh! 5 Ds on here? This anime was released in 2008. I've been rewatching it. Why, Miles? Why have you been rewatching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds? Well, uh, my best friend, he's recently started playing one of the online games from it, and it just brought back so many fucking memories. I used to, I fell in love with Yu-Gi-Oh! And as of that, some of my best friendships came from the game. So I obviously started watching, I started watching like, like bits and pieces of the Japanese version. Because if you don't know, there's a major, there's major censorship between the English and Japanese versions of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, to the, like, they talk about like sexual assault, rape, obviously, obviously physical violence. Like these characters are bleeding and uh, the content matter is way darker and the Japanese version. So I've been watching like bits. And my my favorite parts of like the Japanese version, like the big fights, um, character arcs, and like when characters go against somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been watching those, and it's, I, like it reminded me how dope. Because I based my personality for a, for a good portion of my childhood around Yusei. Yusei is the main character of Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds. And I'm pretty sure um, you say either means bonds in Japanese or gears, planetary gears. It's one of the two. I think it means planetary gears. Uh, but 
the whole, you say his whole character is to be able to connect and turn people into a positive force. Um, and so that's why for him, like you say, his strongest power in this anime is his bonds of friendship, the bonds that he's forged with people. It gives birth to a new shining hope that creates a path down for them. Um, Yusei's character is probably is is the best anime Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist. No, no qualms. Fuck Yugi. Fuck Jaden. Fuck Yuma. Fuck Yusuke. Yusaku. Is that his name? Yeah, Yusaku. And fuck whoever the new nigga is. I have still have yet to see that 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 anime and judge it properly. But uh, yeah, Yusei is the best. He will go the rounds with all of them. Now, as far as who's winning, you say he's not winning that fight. I'm sorry. You say he's my boy, but he ain't winning that fight. That's a fight he cannot fucking win. All these other niggas, they 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 just they too stacked. Too stacked. You say he's taking that L. Mm. Oh, yep, that's 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 about all I have for for the pod today guys you know obviously go check out the patreon guys that's the best way for y'all to support the podcast um also we also have our listener support feature so if you go down to the very end of the episode bio you'll find a listener support feature there you can give us a monthly contribution starting from one dollar going up to five and ending at ten whatever you got it'll most definitely help us and like it will help us continue the dream of being full-time content creators and if you listen to this on apple or spotify go ahead give us a five-star rate and drop a review down below on the um on the on the on the episode and obviously go follow me and Cedric's socials and also the Entangled Thoughts socials. You know, Cedric, he's Cedric Love. And this is only poetic justice on all social media and Entangled Thoughts on, on both Twitter and uh, YouTube. <sighs> all right, guys, it's been a it's been an OK episode. I'm not I'm not going to hype it up. But it's been an okay episode. Um, my name is Poetic Justice. I am here as humbly as I can. And remember, keep them thoughts out your bed. Keep them in your mind. Good night, guys.